Hello and welcome back to the Fantasy Playmakers. What's up guys? For today's video, I'm going to be doing another set of Dynasty Fantasy Football rankings. So the last two days, I've put out my running back and wide receiver rankings, and now it's time to go over my top 30 Dynasty quarterbacks. If you guys watch this video and find yourself enjoying the content, please just leave a like and subscribe. That really helps the channel out a lot more than you guys even know. And then also let me know your thoughts down below in the comment section. Let me know if you think guys are ranked too high, too low, or just right. And then let me know your reasoning and I'll get back to you as soon as I can. But let's get into the rankings. My number one dynasty quarterback has got to be Patrick Mahomes. He's proven that he is a high-end quarterback one. He still is super young and he's surrounded by top tier weapons with Travis Kelsey at tight end and Tyreek Hill at wide receiver. And the Chiefs have also reinvested in the offensive line, which is just good to see for Patrick Mahomes' future, especially after watching that Super Bowl. At number two, I have Kyler Murray. And I honestly think he's being undervalued in the fantasy community in terms of dynasty and for redraft. Kyler Murray was nearly the number one in total points and points per game at the quarterback position last year, and it was only his sophomore season. And so I really think he can still improve as a player. And he's also now surrounded by new weapons. So in the short term, you have AJ Green coming in. And then more long term, you have Rondell Moore, who was drafted this year. So another guy who's going to be with him for a long time. So Kyler Murray is looking great and is going to have a very bright future. Lamar Jackson is up next here at number three. And even though he disappointed last year, I have no doubt that he is going to be a high-end quarterback one for the foreseeable future. And they've also started to invest in his receivers. He's now paired with Rashad Bateman, who was drafted this year, one of my favorite wide receivers from that draft class. And so now with more improved weapons, he's going to be able to balance his rushing and passing attacks. And I think he's also likely to get extended this offseason. So just give him some more job security. At number four, I have Justin Herbert, who had an insane rookie year. And they also went out and improved his offensive line, which is great for the short term, long term, and just overall to protect his health. And I honestly think that with another great season, he could honestly jump up these rankings even more than he already is here at number four. Now on to number five, I have Josh Allen. And this may seem low to some people, but we do have to remember he broke out much later than all the players in front of him. Patrick Mahomes broke out his second year in the NFL. Kyler Murray basically broke out as a rookie. Lamar Jackson, his second season. And then Justin Herbert as a rookie. It took Josh Allen a couple years, but he did get there. And he still lined up to be a top fantasy quarterback for a while. And he is surrounded by very solid weapons and has a nice wide receiver one there with Stephon Diggs. Now I have Dak Prescott at number six. He's 27 years old, so he's a little bit older than these other players in front of him at one through five, but he is locked into a long-term contract that he signed this offseason, and he's going to be playing alongside Amari Cooper and C.D. Lamb for the next few years, so his future is looking very bright. At number seven, I have Trevor Lawrence, and even though he hasn't played a game in the NFL, I think he's basically as close to a lock that you're going to find in terms of prospects. And he has underrated dual threat ability, and I really think he's going to be lined up to be a QB1 for you know 15 years, which is great for long term and the short term in terms of dynasty. Next up at number eight, I have Joe Burrow, and he was having a great rookie season up until his injury. He's going to be surrounded by some top tier weapons. He's paired with Jamar Chase, one of the best wide receiver prospects in a long time. T. Higgins put up great numbers as a rookie, 
And then you also still have Tyler Boyd there. So some really solid guys around him. I think the main concern with him is just going to be that offensive line because we did see him get beat up last year, but they have made strides to improve it. And hopefully they will continue to elevate this offensive line and protect Joe Burrow in the future. Russell Wilson is up next here at number nine and he's 32 years old. So he's definitely older than these other players that I've talked about but I think he still has five plus years of QB1 production and you've got Metcalf and Lockett out wide. So this is gonna be an explosive offense for as long as Russell Wilson plays. At number 10, I have Deshaun Watson. And I mean, this is really just totally up in the air with his ranking because it's all gonna come down to how this legal situation plays out. He's only 25 years old. And so, you know, if he didn't have this stuff going on, I mean, he would probably be top five, probably even higher than that. But right now, I think if he's cleared of everything, he's going to leap up these rankings. And personally, I think the odds that Deshaun Watson is back in the NFL by 2022, so maybe he doesn't play this season, but by next season, I think the odds that he's back are very high, but we're just going to have to wait and see. And so there is some uncertainty there, which is why he's here at the number 10 slot. Moving on to number 11, I have Trey Lance. And Lance really has some unreal potential as a fantasy quarterback. He has the running ability up there with guys like Lamar Jackson and Kyler Murray, and that is super valuable for fantasy. And he's also going into a great offensive system with Kyle Shanahan. And you still have George Kittle. You've got Brandon Ayuk, Debo Samuel, all in that offense. But he is a very raw prospect, and there's not an 100% guarantee that he hits. So you're taking a little bit of a risk but he definitely has a very high reward if he does hit as a top-tier quarterback. I have another rookie QB here at number 12. It's going to be Justin Fields, another great dual threat option. And even though landing with the Bears isn't an ideal landing spot, I think he's talented enough to overcome that and put together a very solid NFL season. At number 13, I have Jalen Hurts. And if Jalen Hurts balls out this year, he could easily crack the top 10 and maybe move a little bit higher but just as easily, if he plays poorly, I could totally see the Eagles going out and drafting a quarterback next year in the draft. And so he's definitely a high risk, high reward pick for Dynasty. We have a stretch of young quarterbacks going here. At number 14, I have Zach Wilson. So another player from this rookie class. And he isn't really a dual threat quarterback. So his ceiling is a little bit limited. And he also doesn't have the best landing spot with the Jets. But being the number two pick in the draft, he's going to have every opportunity to succeed. You know, he's going to have years and years of experience before they ever even think about giving up on him. And the Jets have also showed improvement in terms of supporting their franchise quarterback. They did not help Sam Darnold out at all. But now with Zach Wilson, they've shown an interest in upgrading the offensive line. They've also brought in some weapons with Corey Davis. They drafted Denzel Mims last year, and then they drafted Elijah Moore this year. So there definitely is some improvement and some light at the end of the tunnel. So that's why Zach Wilson is here at number 14. Now moving on to number 15, I have Ryan Tannehill, and he's 32 years old. So he's definitely more of a win now option. And I think he definitely has some solid QB1 years ahead of him. And he's surrounded by AJ Brown and Julio Jones, which is definitely going to keep him very fantasy relevant. Aaron Rodgers is up next here at number 16, and he is 37 years old, which is definitely the oldest player we've talked about so far. But if Aaron Rodgers returns to football, he's going to be a great win now piece. And you may only have him for a few years, but he is going to produce at a high level and a guy that can definitely carry you to some championships in the short term. 
At number 17, I have a guy who is significantly younger than Aaron Rodgers. It's going to be Tua. And at this ranking, Tua could really have a lot of value or he could completely flop. He really didn't impress as a rookie, but he could definitely turn it around going into his sophomore season. And he's likely going to be given every opportunity to perform. I've talked about this with some other guys, but if you're a first round quarterback pick, you're going to have a lot of years before teams even think about giving up on you. So Tua was a top pick. And so he's going to have a lot of opportunity to succeed. Next up at number 18, I have Matthew Stafford. He's 33 years old. So a little bit on the older side, but he's actually going into potentially the best situation he's ever been in with the Rams. And so I think that should help him produce at a high level well into his 30s. At number 19, I have Baker Mayfield and he's 26 years old and he's basically locked up this Browns quarterback position. And I think it's likely that he gets extended this offseason. He's in that same draft class with Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson. So I think all those guys are going to be getting extensions, but he's likely not going to be providing very much upside, but he's still a consistent starter, which is very valuable in fantasy, especially for super flex formats. Mac Jones is up next here at number 20, and he received first round draft capital being picked by the Patriots, which makes me very confident that he's going to perform. I trust in Belichick and McDaniels to develop him properly. The only issue is that even if he does hit, his ceiling for fantasy is going to be very low just because he doesn't have that rushing upside. Another guy who is not super involved in the rushing game comes in at number 21. It's Kirk Cousins. He's 32 years old, so the same age as Russell Wilson and Ryan Tannehill, and he's not a flashy pick but he's going to be giving you solid QB2 production for at least a few more years. He's also attached to Justin Jefferson, which will only help him later into his 30s. At 22, I have Carson Wentz, and he's 28 years old. And this year, he could totally turn it around, or he could totally fall on his face again like he did last year with the Eagles. I personally expect a turnaround, but I'm just not super confident that he's going to be able to return to his MVP candidate form that he had earlier in his career. Matt Ryan is up next here at number 23. He's 36 years old, so on the older side and more of a win now option, but I do think he has a few more borderline QB1 seasons in him. At 24, I have definitely the oldest player we're going to talk about, and it is Tom Brady. He's 43 years old, going to be 44 before the season, and so he is the definition of a win-now player. But I think if you get him, you're locked into at least two QB1 seasons since he signed through 2022. You look at those weapons he's going to be playing with, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Gronk, Antonio Brown, and I didn't even mention like half of them. So he's going to perform very well. The question is really just how late into his career is he going to play? It seems like he's set on playing until he's at least 45, but you never know. He's a freak. He could play beyond that. So Tom Brady comes in here at number 24. Now at number 25, I have a Derek Carr. He's 30 years old and honestly just a very solid and kind of bland quarterback two option. He's very middle of the road in terms of fantasy in basically every aspect. He doesn't have a huge ceiling. He has a pretty solid floor. Overall, just kind of middle of the road production. He's not old, but he's not really young either. And he doesn't have total job security. You know, like I'm not 100% confident he is the Raiders quarterback of the future, but I mean a solid depth option, especially in super flex leagues. Sam Darnold comes in here at number 26, and he is only 24 years old, which means he is still very young, basically the same age as Joe Burrow. And so he could definitely be a value pick this year. He completely flopped with the Jets, 
But now with the Panthers, he has the opportunity to reignite his NFL career. He's going to be surrounded by great coaches in Matt Rule and Joe Brady. And he also has top weapons with Christian McCaffrey, DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson, and Terrace Marshall. So this is definitely the opportunity for him to turn it around. At number 27, I have another 24-year-old quarterback, Daniel Jones, another guy with a make-or-break season this year. And I honestly have less confidence in Daniel Jones than I do Darnold. But I also think that Daniel Jones has a higher fantasy ceiling just because he does have that rushing upside. But I do think he needs to produce this year or he will likely no longer have a starting quarterback job in the NFL. At 28, I have Jordan Love and he could see value as early as this year. But I honestly think the best case scenario for him is that Rodgers returns and he kind of can sit behind Rodgers for a couple more years. The Packers really haven't come out and talked about how Jordan Love is NFL ready. So that kind of leads me to believe that they think he needs a couple more years to develop and learning behind Rodgers could result in a very successful career. But you know, a backup who likely is going to get an opportunity to start in the NFL, a solid, you know, QB three to have. Next up, I have Jameis Winston at number 29. He's 27 years old, a former first pick in the NFL draft. And it looks like he's lined up to take over the starting job with the Saints, but he honestly doesn't have a great track record of top QB play. And I do think it's possible that Sean Payton can turn him around and really turn him into a successful quarterback. But I also think he's going to have a very short leash this year because I do think Sean Payton trusts Taysom Hill to run the offense. He's not going to make a ton of mistakes. So Jameis Winston will need to produce early or, you know, his NFL career may be taking a hit. The last guy in my rankings is Jared Goff. He's 26 years old, so he's still fairly young and locked into the starting job with the Lions but I just don't have a lot of confidence that the Lions truly view him as the long-term answer. It seems like they're basically ready to just lose for a couple years, get some draft picks. They got some picks from Matthew Stafford and almost go into a rebuild. And overall, this offense is just gonna have a very low floor and a very low ceiling, but he is probably gonna be the starter for at least this year and probably next year. So he'll have some value as a floor play. All right, so that is going to wrap it up for my Dynasty Top 30 quarterback rankings. Thank you guys so much for stopping by and watching and listening. Make sure if you guys have enjoyed this video, you guys check out tomorrow's tight end Dynasty rankings. It's going to be the top 20 tight ends just because the tight end position is much weaker. And then also make sure you guys like this video and subscribe to the channel. And then also let me know your thoughts down below in the comment section, and I'll make sure to get back to you. But that's going to wrap it up for today. Thank you guys so much and see you tomorrow.